1: Did you just pay
2: me a dollar on Apple Cash?
1: Maybe. Shh.
2: Services are provided by Green Dot Bank, member FDIC. Terms apply.
1: inquiring minds wanna know how many kids is too many goddamn kids hmm is there an answer to that one
2: it's like i'm just kidding no not one <laughs>
1: <laughs> clearly it's not one if y'all about to tune into this episode with me and my girl dead ass hey i'm kadeen
0: and i'm deval
1: and we're the ellises
0: you may know us from posting funny videos with our boys
1: and reading each other publicly as a form of therapy.
0: Wait, I make you need therapy? Most days. Wow.
1: <laughs> oh, and one more important thing to mention, we're married.
0: Yes, sir, we mm-hmm. are. We created this podcast to open dialogue about some of life's most taboo topics.
1: Things most folks don't want to talk about.
0: Through the lens of a millennial married couple. Dead ass is a term that we say every day. So when we say dead ass, we're actually saying facts. 100. The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. We about to take Pillow Talk to a whole new level.
1: Dead ass starts right now. I feel like we all have our friends that we go to in a time of triumph, in a time of despair, and everything in between, you know? So I'll never forget this day, or actually it was a couple consecutive days where it's like, you know, you have your friend, haven't spoke to them in a minute, then you start playing this very intense game of phone tag and you're going back and forth and I'm just like, man, I just can't get in touch with my girl Bianca because she called me, I call her, we're just playing this game, right? So finally, I get a hold of Bianca and she says to me, girl, guess what? (laughs) She hit me with the girl, right? Guess what? So I'm just like, what's going on, girl? It's been a minute, I haven't spoken to you a minute. She said, Girl, you will never guess. I am pregnant. So at that point in time, there's so many different reactions that I could have had, right? I could have been like, oh my God, girl, you're pregnant, like, yay. Or it could have been like, oh, because I know that's not what you really wanted. But this one in particular threw me for a whole loop. And I'll tell you why. I said, Okay, sis. By who? By who? <laughs> and the reason I ask that is because I know, to my knowledge, that her husband had a vasectomy. He got the snippeties. The balls were smashed, right? So as far as I know, or I didn't know, whose baby is this Bianca? Because it clearly can't be your husband's. And I was like, So I thought she was dropping like the entire teapot on my head, Right? So I'm like, all right. So she's like, fool. It's it's Keith's baby, clearly. <laughs> You'll get me killed out here <laughs> in these streets. It's clearly Keith's baby. However, um, I'm 18 weeks. I was like, what? 18 and 18, 18 weeks. weeks. So not only is she pregnant for her husband who had a vasectomy, she's 18 weeks pregnant. Now for me, as a woman who's pregnant with my fourth, I knew I was pregnant by like week six because my body just was like, I just know what it is. But with Bianca, I'm like, girl. You didn't know that you were 18 weeks pregnant until you were 18 weeks,
2: 18 weeks pregnant. Did not know I was still getting a period. I was still getting a period. But it was like kind of funny.
1: Right. So she was like, girl, I think I thought I was going through menopause. I was getting like all these different flashes. You know, I I had really bad what I thought was gas. Meanwhile, it was a whole baby moving inside of her. That wasn't gas, Bianca. Um, So I was completely thrown for an entire loop Bianca thought she was going through menopause (laughs) you were actually about to go get lipo done
2: I was getting ready to go get liposuction I didn't care okay I don't care she
1: She had she had four kids already so I'm like I'm all for it if you need a little nip a little tuck a little suction after four kids by all means do what you got to do sis and it was in your pre surgery Mm-hmm. blood work that you found out you were pregnant. pregnant. So for further confirmation, you had to now shoot on over to the OBGYN just to see, like just scan my belly real quick and see if any baby pops up in there. Cause just it could see. still be gas.
2: I'm praying that is gas at this point. Yeah. It's not gas guys. It's a whole baby, a whole baby, a whole baby developed up in here. <laughs> I didn't even know. I was like, what, what? So come to find out your boy, Keith, did not go back and get the check that he was supposed to get. So obviously I think you're supposed to like wait for three months mm-hmm. and do all this extra, you have to like have sex. He did not out. do his job, didn't folks. It. He, he didn't, didn't do, it. do his job. Had a whole
1: baby. And here we are with a whole baby and she's beautiful. And baby number five for Bianca. Five. That was story time, y'all. A whole, we're going to unpack a little bit more with story time when we come back. Okay. We're going to unpack it after this.
0: In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience.
1: Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get your podcasts. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, y'all, losing two loved ones in a matter of six months, it can be a lot. And a lot of times when you're dealing with grief, you have a lot to get off your chest with your family. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp.
0: Visit BetterHelp.com deadass today to get 10% off your first visit. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash deadass. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs, classic clogs, and sandals have both covered.
1: When I'm talking about style, I mean personal style. There are just so many colors and so many gibbet charms that you can add to the Crocs to make them unique. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood, to match your personality, to fit the occasion, and you can change them up day to day.
0: I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now, let's talk about comfort. You know... It doesn't get better than Crocs, clogs, and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here, they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushion. That's
1: right. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you.
0: But all year long.
1: That's right, y'all. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart.
0: That's right. Go to walmart.com blackandunlimited black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine.
1: Don't know what I'd ever do without you. From the beginning to the end. You always been here right beside me. So I call you my best friend. Through the good times and the bad ones. Whether I lose or if I win. But we win always. We win it. That part. So I call you my best friend. Bianca and I have known each other for a minute. A long while. It's been a minute. And I figured, you know, DeVal did his guys episode and whatnot. So for my girls episode, I really needed, especially as I'm about to have another baby, I needed a session where I can just like kick back. We can have some girl talk. I'm new to the Atlanta area. Bianca's been here for a minute now.
2: Yeah, about seven years. About seven
1: years. Yeah. But she and I actually met years ago in Detroit when her husband and my husband were playing together on the Detroit Lions. So that's been how many years now? That's like, what? 15 my man. years? 15 years 15 about years. that. 15 years. Makes sense. I always gauge it based off your first daughter. My girl Gianna, because she's 16 now. 16. So, and I met you, you but she was like about, about two years maybe.
2: Yep, she was just getting ready to turn. Two just getting
1: ready to turn two. So, this has been a friendship in the making for a long time, and um, we have literally been through so many different phases of life together. Now having nine many, kids in between nine us? kids in between us. Well, eight. I am on the way to nine. <laughs> we're, we're counting. We're counting. We're already. gonna count, baby we're boy. Ready? Yeah. We're gonna count him. I'm pretty so. sure
2: that it's gonna turn into. Ten kids in between
1: us, guys. You see what she's trying to do. Ten. You see what she's trying to do. Make Misery your bets. loves company, right? I told you that <laughs> that five kid club that that membership fee is too too expensive for me. You I can't. Can do it. You I can't. Can. So um so Bianca, just uh, say hello to the dead ass community. Tell them tell them hello. hello. Introduce community. yourself. Let them know a little bit about yourself. What you do? Running all these businesses, being a boss, mom, and wife. Whew.
2: Okay. So my name is Bianca. Of course, I have five kids. I'm married to my husband Keith. Four girls, one boy. We own businesses together. We do Youth Sports League, I&I Sports in Douglasville, Fayetteville, and Coweta County. I hope I say Coweta right. Um, Then also rehab real estate. So that's what we're doing thus far. Yes,
1: thus far. She's Uh always doing all the things, which I absolutely love about you and admire about you, I must say, because Bianca be getting it in. So let's go back to story time real quick because that was just – that was – the funniest phone call and it's something that only you and I feel like, could laugh about because let's be, let's face it another baby another blessing it's all good but what do you think went wrong with the whole scenario if we had to say something went quote unquote wrong of course you weren't expecting to have another baby because you were done your youngest was, at the point was how old eight maybe
2: my youngest at, yeah was eight was like eight. eight years old right yeah, and we had had
1: a previous conversation where you had said to me you know the benefit of having kids young is that you have them young and by the time they're out the house you still have like your entire 40s 50s 60s to just live it up to regain yourself I said all those to things. do all the things but apparently and then start I, it over. I don't
2: know what happens okay so that occurred but you know what the good point about it is that I do have older kids mm-hmm. so now they're they're very helpful or let's say they were very helpful because now that she can walk and talk and she has her own little personality they're like Mom, come get your kid.
1: (laughs) So the built-in babysitters you had, you don't really have anymore. They're not. So what did it feel like for you and and, and your husband when you found out that you were pregnant after a vasectomy? So technically, is it a thing that they can't guarantee 100% that the vasectomy will will completely rid you of the possibility of it?
2: They cannot guarantee it. They give you a piece of paper that you sign at the beginning of the procedure, and it does say that it has like a certain percentage of it does work. But the point is... Keith Smith, Jr.,
1: that you're supposed <laughs> whole to go government.
2: back into the doctor's office, and they're supposed to check and make sure. He did not go back, guys, and he oh. did not tell me this information. So from so, what
1: I understand, you're supposed to have, like, a whole lot of sex after.
2: You're supposed to have a whole lot of sex after from my, that's what I'm being told. Right. You know, or a whole lot get, of
1: ejaculation, so it's not necessarily have time. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: To get it out, to get out the active sperm. Mm-hmm but their, Brielle was active. She was highly active, obviously, because <laughs> she's here. Yet. As we
1: can tell. <laughs> and she's running around like a little ball of fire, that little Scorpio baby. actually makes me excited to have a Scorpio baby, too, because Brielle, I'm going to pit Ooh. them up together and they can have a field day. <laughs> Girl, you need to. They can have a field day.
2: Brielle's on another level. I know. Scorpios. Ah! That's no, all
1: no. I got to say. Ah! I don't know much about them, but we'll get to know them very soon. Um, So there's a discussion sometimes about people always just naturally being in people's uterus, right? Being in your uterus, wanting to know like all the plans you have, you know, you have one baby. It's like, when's the next one? You have another baby. It's like, when's the next one? Then you have like me, three of the same kind. And it's like, are you going for the girl? And then now being pregnant with my fourth boy I'm still getting the question, so are you gonna try for the girl again? Or are you gonna go for the fifth one? And I'm just like, at one point do people just say, you know what, let me just shut my mouth and just ride whatever wave these people are on because they're doing their thing. They don't. How many they don't ever do? They that. don't. I
2: mean, even my mother, she like when we went to Mexico, she has the kids, she has the grandkids, and she's like, Oh my gosh, you should totally have a sixth one so Brielle can have a playmate. I'm like It's like when does it ever end? Mom. How about you only have one, and now you have me having all these kids? No,
1: No, absolutely. And you live in Michigan, (laughs) ma'am? Please, no. Mom's gonna have to come down here and keep Mimi company. The two of them can actually get together and be together. Um, But yeah, at what point do you you feel like how how many kids are too many kids? How many kids are too many kids? That's my question. That's
2: my question too. Because um, literally, I have like with the five, it's it's not. I feel like once you have three, Mm -hmm. after three. You can manage any amount of kids because my house is like the kid spot. Everybody drops their kids off in my house. And when they're there, I don't notice any, anything. So I can say.
1: So whether it's five or whether whether it's it's nine or
2: nine or 10, once you get past three, you can handle anything.
1: I remember you telling me that too. You did say that. So, so I think it's safe to say, you know, you have one child. Okay. That's like two parents on one. If you have like, you know, a Mm -hmm. traditional household and then you have two, it's like, okay, there's that, um, you know, I forget what is—is it man to man coverage? Yeah, with like the one
2: to one ratio. One to one ratio, yeah.
1: and then you have three, and then now it's just like chaos, chaos, right? Chaos. So after that, it's just like anything goes, anything right? Goes. Anything goes. You're used to it. Well, let's see what stats we have here. You know, because I asked my good my good girl Triple to put, pull up some stats for me, and let's see what is the consensus, <laughs> right? Because I feel like back in the day, when you look at our grandmothers. They were having like seven, mad eight, kids. nine, ten kids. Like what else were y'all doing? Like <laughs> back in the day, other than getting it in. So um, overall women have two point zero seven children during their lives on average, up from one point eight six in two thousand six, the lowest number on record. Hmm. Interesting. So it seems like most people are having two children.
2: Which is point fair seven. to say. What, what's oh. the point seven about? If like they I have don't know. a pet or something? <laughs> It could be a pet. pet, Who's the pet? You know,
1: a fish, something like that. The median age at which women are becoming mothers in the U.S. is 26 compared to 23 in 1994. So I do feel like there's also a wave of women waiting later to have kids. So you had told me early on that you actually preferred having children younger because you felt like. Well, what was your reasoning? You tell me. Okay, one,
2: I. Because you had your
1: first child at what age? I had
2: my first child at 22. Okay. So 22, so it went 20, I was 22, 24, mm-hmm. 26, 28. Ah. And, I, and I was like, okay. Was that
1: strategic? It was. The it, w- gap? it
2: wasn't, it wasn't. It's just like I ended up getting pregnant like every 22 months.
1: <laughs> right. So I was just like, oh,
2: okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like it's them close together and younger. I can definitely tell the difference because now with Brielle, I was a geriatric pregnancy. They just kept on saying, "Oh, geriatric pregnancy, you're geriatric, you're geriatric." Yeah, that that term needs
1: to die somewhere after me. Seriously, (laughs) after this pregnancy, we're not using that no more,
2: ever. So younger, I noticed I had way more energy with the kids. Like it was just like more patience, more energy, more everything. And then now with, I can tell the total difference with Brielle because I am like okay I need a break I can't go running up and down the stairs with you it's just like come on girl let's let's calm down and mm-hmm. I don't know if it's working opposite for me because I know a lot of people that have waited until their 30s to have their children mm-hmm. but me I'm like I, I wanted to have them young get them out of the way and then be spread good. your wings and fly yeah, I'm like okay and then really? Brielle
1: came along and Snap them wings in half. Threw the wrench. (laughs) She threw the wrench (laughs) in your hand. Well, yeah, I think that's the thing um, where I did see the benefit of having Jackson at 27, but at the same time, too... I feel like I'm able to afford my children more opportunity now that I'm having kids a little bit older because you figured in your early twenties, a lot of times you're still trying to figure things out. Right. So there's that process of trying to figure out careers or trying to build money. And people ask like, when's the right time to have a kid? And I'm always like, there's never really a right time. Like have you ever really felt prepared for a kid? No matter how much you prepare,
2: it's like something that happens that gets you off balance or unprepared to handle what's coming next. It's like, ever changing. So it doesn't really make a difference about the age. I feel like your finances have to be in order. Mm -hmm. Luckily my finances were in order. So I was like, (laughs) okay, let's have all these kids. Right. But, um, with that, I mean, you just have to make sure that you're ready to have kids because you are not going to be the same person as you were before kids. And then your mate and your significant other have to take that into consideration too. Because of course, when we're younger, Younger, of course, younger guys, younger girls, we don't think the same in our 30s as we do in our 20s. Right. You don't think the same as a mother as you do when you're not. So Mm -hmm. that changed. No. The mothering part changed. Like it was just like, oh, I'm responsible for this little life. And I'm the person that has to step up to the plate and what if something happens it's my fault ah like yeah so it's, yeah it's that
1: there's like no That's point right. of return we've spoken on the episode on a prior episode and i've mentioned about um someone who i spoke to recently that was just like you know um as much as i love my children i really would have rethought if i even wanted to be a mother to begin with Because it's just a lot. And she said the way her anxiety is set up, she's like, I saw a meme recently that said motherhood means that you're pretty much going to be in a constant state of worry for the rest of your life. And I was like, that is me 110%. Like, I'm going to literally be worrying for the rest of my life about all these different children. So it's like not worrying about one, not two, not three. But when you let four and five children out into the world... It's like that much more intense.
2: You're definitely going to worry. And then the other aspect to it is like you have multiple personalities that you're dealing with.
1: That's a whole nother thing in itself.
2: Multiple personalities that you're dealing with. So guess what? You're basically schizophrenic or bipolar (laughs) or like you're you're trying to help everybody and learn each child because they're going to process things differently. They're going to take things that you might say to them to heart, like they're more sensitive. They're more um, responsible. They're like, you have to push them. Like you have to learn your kids to know what exactly to do it. And I think that's the biggest process that you have to get past because some people just say, okay, I have three kids. Oh, I'm parenting these three kids the same, the same way. way. And you can't. Right. It's like, you can't do right. it. Right. It's
1: literally, I told DeVal recently. I said, I feel like we have to style step accordingly to each child. And he was like, mm, Yes and no. I think that part of it is thou stepping, like you said, to say, OK, I know that this particular child can handle this criticism delivered in this manner, mm-hmm. whereas right. this child may not be, you know, as like what? mom, Right. <laughs> what happened? Oh <laughs> I can God. tell which of your kids would be more dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> but then, you, you know, you'll have one that you have to be a little bit more sensitive with the delivery or the, the, the approach that you take. So he said, you know, I think it's too OK, I think it's a thing where. Yes, you have to style step a bit, but you also kinda have a set have to set a precedence as the parent. Like, listen, y'all, this is just what it is. Mm-hmm. This is the rule. Like he believes in being very direct and blunt in a relationship and also in parenting. Mm-hmm. So I've had to learn that way because I've kind of been more of the one to style step around the kids individuality and like the way they receive things. Like I know I could tell Kaz something bluntly. Mm. Actually, this is Kaz's baby. That's my baby. That's 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 my baby. I mean, Um, she is Kaz's godmother. So Kaz, I could be like, yo, listen, X, Y, Z, this is how it's going to go. And he's going to pout or he might look at me sideways, such a Sagittarius. He might look <laughs> at me sideways, but at least I know I can deliver it to him in that right. manner and be firm. Mm-hmm. Whereas with Cairo, if I tell him something, he almost feels as if, oh, my God, I disappointed mom. So I'm going to cry. Right. You know, or Jackson, he just thinks he knows everything at 10. I recently told him the other day, I was like, listen, if you know everything at 10 years old, I'm going to just retire from being your mom. How about that? How about that? <laughs> well, what was his response on that? <laughs> listen, he was like, okay. I, I can't, it. like, literally just little things that I've been trying to, like, you know, because you got to coach your kids up. You have to teach them little things. And, you, you know, I was explaining something to him, and he just literally was just so bothered by the fact that I even had the audacity to say anything to him. So I said, you know what? I'm going to just retire from being your mom, since you know everything at 10. And that's What am thing. I here for? But
2: <laughs> that's how you feel. But now that Gianna, she's 16, and Giselle, she just went into high school. So she's a ninth grader, freshman, and she goes to Giselle I I hear them talking I'm like "Mm, let me go spy on these kids Uh and she's like listen the thing that I wish that I would have did I wish that I would have listened to mom and been more involved <gasps> in what? clubs and sports and stuff in high school because then bl- bam the pandemic happened and she was like It's already starting I, it's already starting. I was so excited. I was like oh. That was
1: nice. I see, was
2: like, yeah she usually listen to the don't want to
1: stop. <laughs> <laughs> see, I actually definitely did not start to relate to anything my mother said to me at all until I was like in my thirties. But guess for the what? most part, as a parent at least. Now that you say that,
2: that was the same thing with my mom. And you know our mother's generation is different. Like they came from a parent generation is like, do as I say, not as I do. What I say goes, that's just, it. that's just be what it quiet. Is. Don't say nothing. Right. And with our kids, I feel like I gave them a little bit more freedom to mm-hmm. kind of, Oh, this is what I want to do. And this is what, I, because you have kids, right? But you can't, you cannot treat your newborn. Like you treat your toddler. You can't treat your toddler. Like you do your school age kid and then your high schooler, like, As they progress and evolve, you're supposed to evolve as a parent with them. So you have to kind of put your feelings to the side. Cause I know my teenagers, I mean, my teenagers talk to me about all kinds of stuff, like crazy stuff. And I'm like just sitting there, like, oh, I'm like, and I'm a Gemini. So it's on my face. And I'm just like, (laughs) you get nervous. Keep your face straight. Uh huh. Don't make anything, don't make any movements. Don't, like judge because then they'll shut down they're like okay i right. don't want to d- so you feel comfort
1: this. in the fact that your t- your your high school age children can speak to you about anything yes, because especially which we couldn't do to yes, our parents we couldn't. my
2: mom was like
1: i <laughs> <a boy laughs> came up to you and said what exactly you like who like your books. How, about, How that? about that? Right. Do you know your math facts? I'm like, I, know. I
2: like this boy. I like that boy. Or Oh, this boy said this. And I'm like, OK. Right.
1: But nowadays, I feel like our children are left to contend with so much more. And they are exposed to so much more than we were back Girl, in the day. I mean, yes. we were exposed to stuff, but we kind of had to dig to find it. Mm-hmm. You know, or you'd have your little friend that was a little right. fast that your mom warned you about. Like, just don't hang out with her because I could tell. <laughs> like, they could tell from early who the little fast ones were. You know, so that like no, that's my friend. Exactly. You defend your friend. But knowing good and well, you was getting tips and tricks from her. Like I was exposed to little Kim writing down song lyrics from early um, (laughs) all sorts of stuff. I forget what book it was that I was reading. Everybody was reading this book back in the day. Was it Fly Girl? Girl. fly girl oh, or like girl. zane books and like things like that like different. that was like circulating in middle school and i'm like oh lord that is the age yes. as my heart starts to palpitate yes. jackson middle school but middle how school about next year. i was
2: just saying about middle school i'm like okay these kids in middle school they're doing all types of things and and like everything when i say all types of things i mean they're doing everything so i have to like talk to my son a little bit different then I talk to my girls and mm-hmm. say, like, just straight up, don't be touching this. Don't be doing this. Like, if girls say this. Don't. You right. Know, and and looking at You like, <laughs>
1: remember the other day she was like, I had to tell them recently, don't let these girls touch your PP. Don't let them do this. Do not touch their anything. Because I was we just like, like don't, don't let them touch your balls. You don't touch this. You don't touch. It. And there
2: <laughs> and keeps us looking at me like, um, I'm going to talk to him. You just don't
1: worry about that, right? Right, but uh, but as a mom, but, you but know, as a mom, i with, like, with our boys too. Listen, I got, I just, I know what it is. It's like I gotta tell you, what's, I got, what's we gonna have happen, to. what's not gonna we happen. We have to. Like so the
2: girls too, they're just like, oh my gosh, mom, do we have to talk about this right now? Oh, and I'm like, yeah, we do. That's
1: when you pull up pictures of like herpes, all types of stuff. I was and doing you that. Pull up pictures like, of like, and if you gonorrhea. kiss everybody, you get mono,
2: and they're like, this mono, and I'm like, yeah, don't, right.
1: It's i mean some, somebody sometimes you got to put scare taxes in there just so they can Definitely have it in the back of their to. mind if Show you want to the try pictures. anything just know the pictures this just remember happens. the pictures you want to search stuff on social media I scare them. look up what herpes looks like they on outbreak they get scared tips
2: on parenting just scare it the hell out of them
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then hug them after yeah. so you touched a little bit on this when you were explaining um your story with you and your husband mothers generally with each child tend to be reborn in a sense right we're Definitely. learning something new, whether it's, it's either about the child, we're learning something new about ourselves. Like, exactly. I feel like after Kaz, which was my third birth, I was like, shit, I'm superwoman. Like, I had a whole motherfucking baby in a bathtub. I thought you were like too.
2: what? I was looking at it and I was like there the whole time I was I was breathing with you. Yeah, I was like, girl.
1: <laughs> All I'm the like, things. I
2: was like, I'm like, why am I pushing? Why am I pushing? <laughs> I ain't got <laughs> nothing to push out. <laughs>
1: Like, what am I pushing for? Listen, I mean it was a time. So I just learned in that in that experience, like wow, like the strength that I had you know, and also just like the faith that I had in God and my body to do what it was supposed to do and like also just overcoming fear. Like so many things I learned in that process. But you also hear moms talk a lot about how they tend to lose themselves in the process of parenting and becoming a mom. So how do you feel like over the course of having children over the past couple years that you've had to kind of defer your dreams a bit um, or put things on hold? How has that kind of manifested or not in your life?
2: Well, with that i mean timing like i have a time issue guys i've had it for a long time kadeen you may know back at games i'll be missing the national anthem <laughs> i'll be missing play i'm like yeah i was there Woo-hoo. no i was not on time right. so and that is a big thing for keith like he loves to be on time and i feel like with having the kids that has multiple kids has gotten me to the point where I have to be aware of the time. I have to be aware of the schedule and what's going on because with kids, of course you need some kind of stability and Mm -hmm. some kind of scheduling and that kind of thing. So with me, the biggest transition was learning how to manage my time and being able as a mother to say, Hey, from this time to this time, I don't care what y'all doing. As long as the house is not burning down and y'all aren't dead. Don't, don't tell me. Okay. <laughs> right. Go to don't your dad. Don't come looking for me. Yeah. Go to your dad. Cause I can remember like when they were smaller and I'm like, just in the shower, like that's my time. Like, let me just, let me just wash my hair. Okay guys. Let that's me just all I wash want. My hair I just quiet. want to, you know, wash my ass in peace. Yeah. Please. That's the thing. You can't wash your ass because Cannon was had probably like maybe three. And all of a sudden I feel like, little fingers and they're in my butt crack. I'm like opening my eyes like what the (laughs) hell is this? He's in the shower with me with like Ma and I'm like, Right Where's your dad? Right, where's the dad? Watching football.
1: Yeah. Time management has definitely become a thing with me too. And it's funny because now that we're kind of back into a routine where the kids are back in school, Mm -hmm. we're treading lightly, we're starting to slowly put Jackson back in sports. It's like, literally, you should see our calendar aside from just like career stuff with Deval and I, we have a joint calendar with our manager. So there's like work related things. Then there's like Jackson and his slew of activities that are happening several times. So I can only imagine as Cairo and Kaz get into it. And then eventually this baby when he's grown up, that's kind of where you are now with your kids. Yeah.
2: Yes, the activities. Yeah. Oh, I'm tired of the activities. Okay, because when I was a child, yes, I was in activities, but my mom was like, oh, them activities better be at school because I'm not driving you all around town. But now I found myself literally in the car from like 6.30, because when I moved down here to Georgia, Mm -hmm. even you know,
1: they start school way too damn early. Mad early.
2: Way too early. Mad early. Like, I swear the first... Six months of school, they were late, like every day, to the point <laughs> that the lady was like, You're gonna have to tell your mom to get you here on time. And I was
1: like, Tell her. <laughs> to come and help make breakfast in the morning. morning. Get you all together. That? Yes. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell her. The nerve. The nerve. There should be like some sort of like leeway given to yeah, like with multiple a- children. A- a little, uh, come on. Like, like a grace a, period. A grace period. Can we like, get a grace period? And they're going to be, gonna be like, you shouldn't minutes. have had so many damn kids anyway. Right. That's probably what they'd end up saying to us. For real. <laughs> but yeah, organization. I've realized, organization. like, even if you weren't a person who was organized before having multiple children, you're going that, to you're get gonna organized,
2: ha- or your life is just going to be chaotic.
1: You know what stresses me out? Having to figure out dinner every night. That is like my biggest stressor when it comes to having a, a family, and not to mention my husband who is like social butterfly and always wants to have people over by the house. <laughs> so I'm always finding myself like, oh my god, what am I going to feed these people? Plus my children on a random night. That's like my biggest like anxiety. I feel like with food, I'm really good at food. Like I'm really really yeah. Bianca's low key a chef, good. y'all. Like, she could. I am. She really could throw good down. She could food. throw down. As we sit here with banana pudding in our face. Did y'all see the banana pudding though? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yes.
2: So, but, um, <laughs> meals are not a problem. The problem is the same thing. Like, I don't know. Are your kids like, I don't want to eat that? I ate that yesterday. Cause my kids are crazy. They don't eat leftovers. I don't know where they got oh, it from. Oh, no. So Maybe that's from not me. Nope.
1: Definitely but not me. I'm like, thankfully, won't. thankfully, and the I kids are not it. super picky. Um, but Jackson has a bad habit of asking me, like, in that moment, like, mom, can I have tacos now? And I'm like, bro. It's it's seven o'clock. It's dinner time. It's roast beef we're, tonight. This is what it is. Like <laughs> this is this is yeah. what we're doing tonight. This is what we're doing that tonight. That is hard. Like <laughs> that
2: is hard. And then multiple people and then their taste like I, it was a point in time where I was like uh, the craziest mom on the planet. I was like, okay, this person doesn't like cheese anymore. This person doesn't like uh, purple grapes. When did this happen? Like I'm bringing purple grapes home. They're like, we don't eat purple grapes anymore. We only eat green grapes. <laughs> when the hell
1: did you stop eating purple grapes? That's, okay, you, that's so. literally my kid. They have like a crazy. season. They have so a season. Like, Even my so husband. One minute he's eating corn pops. And the next minute he's like, I don't eat corn pops no more. Meanwhile, I went to Costco and got the whole big box of corn pops that's going to sit there where and rot now. Oh, where they're, you they're don't still eat there. Them. They're still there. Oh, that's not we set. should start swapping. We should start sending. I'm going send to say like... To what you.
2: cereals do you have? Because I have like a whole big bunch yeah, of Lucky a Charms idea. left over because they don't want to eat they don't want to no eat more. the Lucky Charms anymore, well, and damn. you're buying in bulk and you're like, for what?
1: <laughs> you sound like Mimi though, because my mom has spoiled my children. I mean, there's a benefit of her living with us for sure because she's a great help, but also too they've gotten used to my mom. My mom like takes breakfast orders for them the night before. I was
2: doing what Mimi was doing. Like I what? was literally like, oh, you want like, omelets? What? You, what? Wanna, you wanna you want a waffle? Oh, she you was wanna... doing omelets. Yeah, I was doing omelets and stuff <laughs> that like that that bitch was getting fancy I was getting all fancy I was doing oh you want a frittata I was like who are you the black Martha Stewart calm down like just give them a bowl of cereal like so I had to like pull that back a little bit in order to create time for myself Right. and that was the big that's the biggest thing with moms we do not have enough time for ourselves or we don't take it because we feel like mom guilt like oh what are they gonna be eating oh right, (laughs)
1: Chick-fil-a some nights it's gonna be Chick-fil-a y'all Sometimes. We're going to be Uber-eating uber it. uber Eats. Right. So when it, <laughs> all of them. All the things. So when it comes to, like, career, for example, with me, my biggest apprehension with knowing, okay, for example, after cats. I wasn't completely done because I feel like I've heard, at least, that most women know, like, internally, like, I'm done having children. Then you have some that are just like, oh, well, I'm kind of on the fence. Like, I could do one more or not. So that's kind of where I was mm-hmm. with Kaz. I'm one of three. DeVal's one of three. So three kind of felt like a natural number to me. And I got right. got into the swing of having the three children. Um, and he's like, I can have six kids if you let me. You know what I mean? And oh, he did.
2: Number six. Like, that's key, too. Six kids. When we first met. <laughs> six kids. I'm like,
1: yeah. uh-uh. I am like uh i do not know. No. Them. no no no. You leave that to our grandmother's generation. So I said, All right, I was on the fence, we had <laughs> one more. There. But my biggest thing was the, the the woman, of course, carries the baby and then what happens? You have to kind of reset and you have to get your body back in order and then you're pregnant for nine, almost ten months, and mm-hmm. then you have that postpartum phase where you're trying to get back, you know, to your old self, mm-hmm. which takes realistically when my OB told me that it would take probably a year after giving birth for me to feel like myself again. Mm-hmm. I was like, A year? Nah. Yeah. But literally, it was almost like a year to the date before I felt like, wow, like I'm myself again. So for me, it was having to be pregnant, having to get back and then putting my career on hold, especially doing on camera stuff Mm because you, you know, you've dabbled in acting and stuff too and doing on camera work commercials with your family. So it's that pressure feeling like, man, if I were to go into having a baby again it's literally like putting my, my life on hold for a year and a half to two years and then having to restart that career or jumpstart that career or if you're in the acting world or the television world mm-hmm. it's literally having to then you know be noticed again because once people mm-hmm. start to get a buzz about you you kind of want to keep that going so the only kind of consolation that I had particularly doing the work that I do now mm-hmm. was thank goodness for social media I'm able to do a lot of my work from home and kind of control my schedule and stuff so have you ever had any career moves or opportunities that you had to kind of let fall by the wayside because you were having to mom or you were pregnant or you were busy with your family
2: yeah it's definitely that um, acting modeling kind of situation Mm -hmm. because that field is so fickle it would get to the point that of course like our whole family would be called in to do things and then they would say like okay well everything's great and then I'm like why am I not? I'm like still emotional because I just had a baby. I'm like, why am I not in the picture? They just have my hand. Like, so they were basically like, <laughs> come in mom. So you can take care of these four kids with their dad. Cause it was before Brio was born uh-huh. with their dad. And he's going to be a single dad at the, Kitchen table with the cereal and the breakfast. For See the kids, now, I have a problem with that. I
1: have a problem with that. Your because your hand could be what? Well, who? Then the housekeeper's hand? Like, Why I don't even have? Were they trying hands. to push the narrative of the single black dad trying to raise these kids? I think kids? they were,
2: girl. Because I, Why I mean, couldn't mind in the every shot. Every single job that I have booked with the kids and Keith, it has been like, okay, ma'am, we're gonna have you pour this water right here into this cup, and that—that's your contribution. <laughs> <laughs> And then we get the pictures no and I'm like, time. why am I in all, why, why did they call me? And I'm like in some of the pictures and then like, it'd just be like my sock. I'm like, <laughs> and then the lady was like, look, cause that's at the time when I was like really, you know, together cause I was working out. <laughs>
1: right <laughs> you were like I got back together to only show my hand what the I hell know. and I was like well, you better hey. show She's show like, off well, your skinny you don't look ass wrist like you
2: have four kids it just doesn't fit like show it, off that skinny ass
1: like that. wrist that's funny because I used to go on casting sometimes too and they'd be like you don't look like you could be a mom with two or three kids yeah. and I'm like but these are all my children though I don't understand yeah. there was one point when Deval and I actually took our godchildren on a casting with us because they needed us to have older children mm-hmm. and they were just like it just doesn't make sense because you're like you look too too like fit and young to have three and four kids but why is that world, and though? that's
2: the and that's the thing too because why is that why are you putting us in a box why do the moms have to be in a box like we can
1: be we can look like all the things
2: every single thing Mm -hmm. what you need us to look like we can do it that's
1: a fact (laughs) (laughs) that's a fact so how do you how do you begin to then like regain yourself after a baby like what are some things that you do so for me I'm very reliant on and and thankful for my village that helps. Mm -hmm. So that way I'm able to kind of dive back into work. You know, Mimi's here with us full time. So it's great because she's like, whatever it is y'all got to do, go ahead and do it. And then we don't have to worry and think about the kids. You don't have as much help on hand. So So how are you able to kind of like regain yourself after that and just kind of dive back in?
2: Don't have as much help. The only thing is Keith's mom does live here in Georgia, so when we do need things or do need to like take a break, go on vacation, whatever, we're able mm-hmm. to call her. My mom is all in the way in Michigan, and low key, she's like, "Let me go to the casino. What? Watch grandkids? Ah, no. <laughs> so how does that equate to the casino like, too? No. Ah, all right, go. Grandma. Thanks, okay, Grandma. Um, so with that, a lot of things have been like Keith and I have had to we work together first we work together we live together we pretty much do everything together so we've had to come like sit down at the table and say okay from this time to this time this is when I want to work out or he'll train me so my big thing was like getting back to being active and working out that was the biggest thing because my mood I I noticed like my mood is better when I work out each day Mm -hmm. I have more energy the endorphins are running and and when I don't I feel like I'm still in postpartum like (laughs) So, working out has been the key for me. Mm-hmm. So getting back on track that was one of the biggest things and then pulling in that help when you need it
1: mm-hmm. even
2: if you have to hire somebody but i don't i mean i don't hire anybody because i don't trust many people
1: but i don't <laughs> trust anybody that's why usually all of our kids end up at either house so i'm like, like either drop them all yeah, here and then we'll have there. eight almost nine kids here or literally yeah. the other day kaz was like i want to go to auntie bianca's house and i was like "Come on. i want to go to Auntie bianca's house and i'm like okay he's so in love with her it's like the cutest thing y'all <laughs> have to see it so i'm actually glad that you're close by and we're close by so yes. you guys can have relationship and our kids can have a relationship you know what I mean because it's a scary thing raising these kids nowadays not knowing who they're going to end up being with I low-key but high-key want to arrange all my children's marriages. So I'm going to be vetting daughters-in-law for anyone um, out there. I was just saying to Bianca, I was like, I wish Giselle was like a little bit younger Jackson was a little bit older because that would have been perfect. Be and that way I'd gosh. know that I'd gel with my in-laws off the bat and I wouldn't have to worry about liking right. people because I don't really like people like that in case y'all didn't know. I know DeVal tells y'all sometimes, but I really don't like people like she that. She doesn't. That's, that's crazy. You know, but I guess like what, though?
2: How are you going to handle that? Like, do you ever look ahead and think to yourself, like, how am I going to handle that when my son's actually get engaged or get married and what because it's kind of like the boys usually like I don't know it might just be in our family the mm-hmm. girl our kids are like more close to the mother's side of the family mm-hmm just because i don't know why that is but it just is yeah it kind of happens that way too for us too
1: yeah though both families are pretty involved my family is like super super involved so the kids normally tend to gravitate Gravitate. more that way and i think it's because of me being the woman and deval being the man right so that does kind of concern me because i'm just like damn it they're gonna leave me like all of my boys are eventually gonna leave me and they're gonna like cleave to their wife as the bible says and then what happens to me Right. You know, that's, so the Val is just like, you say that, like, that's a bad thing. Like, once the boys are gone, it's not going to be me and you rocking right. it out. And I'm like, you know what? That is true. That is true. Because we, we genuinely like our husbands. We do. We do. We, we like them. For the most part. Yeah, for the most part. <laughs> 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 They're pretty cool dudes, you know. Um But yeah, I think at that point, then shoot. I mean, I guess we'll have to just... You could just-
2: to my house
1: I guess <laughs> how come to your <laughs> no, house it's we're just gonna be doing couples Listen, trips from now on to the
2: point that with the girls like that's the only thing that Keith does say all the time he's like well girls don't ever go anywhere boys are gonna leave or whatever mm-hmm. so you'll you have your daughters all this time and I'm just like for that's real? true because when you think
1: about it when your daughters have babies if they choose to then you're probably gonna be like the the first one there for it because I know my mom is like the first one there when I have my babies <laughs> so when my my no, r- my not. said granddaughters like, are born no I'm not all I know <laughs> is that these hoes better let me in the the uh are we Coming. We come. come hospital. We're come. I'm coming to the house. And I'm kicking it in. I'm kicking it in. I don't care what y'all have to say. And hopefully my boys will know to be like, listen, my mom is gonna be, she's, gonna be, she's gonna be. Maybe so. There. I say that. But about I, don't overbe- I don't wanna be the over. I don't want to be the overbearing mother in law either, though. Cause that can be that can suck too. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. have an overbearing mother in law, so I don't know what that's like. I've heard of people. Yeah. Um, I actually appreciate my, my mother-in-law have and I have a great relationship where I lean on her and she's there when I need her, and then you know, she'll offer. I'll say yes and no or whatever, but I usually appreciate the help. So Yeah,
2: I always appreciate the help. Like, with my mother-in-law, when she comes, she pretty much, she'll do everything. Like, it'll be to the point that I'm like, no. Don't wash my clothes. No. Don't do this. And don't rearrange has, my furniture. Don't, 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 don't break all my wine glasses
1: <laughs> at the very least.
0: And no, if you're gonna but, break
2: them, buy me some more. How about the that? the thing is that, um no, we have a great relationship as well, but it's mm-hmm. just like, I don't know. It, it's just different. It's it's different when you have a mother-in-law versus your own mom because you and your mother have been with each other the whole time. Well, so yeah. your mom is not going to take something personal that you Exactly. Said versus like my mother already knows sometimes like, like girl I'm not
1: in the mood don't start with me today yeah. just you know kind of chill out. Chill out. But chill
2: out. your mother-in-law you kind of feel like can I really like I don't want her to take it the wrong way so let yeah. me just chill. Um, we have
1: um we have uh, some friends of ours that uh the It's a husband and wife team, of course. And the wife pretty much put like a time constraint on like how long the in-laws can come over. So like her mother-in-law can only visit six weeks out of the year. And they can't be like combined. They have to be like spread out. And I was just kind of like, well if that works for y'all that would not work in my house okay? <laughs> if that works for y'all it and work. i was just kind of like oh and deval was like what Kate could never tell me that my mom has a cap on the number of times right. she comes or how long she can spend because
2: then it's like you know okay so when your mom comes what's what are you gonna do are you gonna allow your husband to like okay she's been here for eight hours well and apparently her, her and her mom are they a little
1: estranged go. so she doesn't even understand the relationship between like a mom wanting to come oh, and be involved okay. so it was it was a, it was a touchy situation because we kind of got in the middle of like a dis, like a debate they were having and it was kind of like you know when it gets it gets right. kind of awkward when your married friends are having conversations and you're just like well this is getting weird real fast like, okay well I'm gonna um, we're gonna, we're gonna go oh, oh look at it it's the kids calling we gotta oh, go right? like one of those situations yeah. so yeah <laughs> that can that can probably that's gonna be interesting to see as it grows but of course with my boys I want to be able to have a relationship where they would feel comfortable saying hey mm-hmm. my mom is here she's, she's always here when we need her right you know, much like what my mom does, like just just what where our investment is, is in our families. Yes. You know what I mean? And I'm like, if I can't be there, yeah, I need my mom to be there. She's That's like the true. next best thing to me. You That's know what true. I'm saying? So rounding out our conversation, of course, I have to touch on because this is always like the thing we get asked the most, having multiple children and then, of course, having husbands. How do you make time for your husband and, and for the relationship side of things? Because, you know, we talk about having the baby, then getting yourself back in order, getting yourself back in shape for yourself, getting your shape, yourself back in shape for your spouse, which I believe is a thing. That
2: is a thing. Because I mean, I'm I like know. who he
1: fell in love with and the way we created these babies and the person he approached to have these babies with. Mm-hmm. I'd like to at least give him that person back at some point. Oh, yeah. So how do you and Keith work around um just maintaining your relationship in the hysteria and craziness that is five kids.
2: So the the great thing
1: now that the kids are back in
2: school, we just have the one at home, which is Brielle, and she's pretty go. Well, she's pretty go with the flow with Keith. I'm not even gonna lie; she's not go with the flow with me. Mm-hmm. But um, creating that time, nap time, we'll have little time to go, or mm-hmm. letting her go to one of my friends' house or whatever like that to get the lunch dates in, dinner dates are cool because of course we have teenagers. So we're like Friday night, Wednesday night, whatever night we're going to be mm-hmm. out. Like, so, so we, y'all are
1: deliberate about setting up that time. We're deliberate
2: about setting up time. it's just us, even like traveling, like we'll take little mini vacations with just each other because that's, that's a part of it. I feel like you have to reconnect because on that end, guys don't feel like after you have kids they're like oh you, you look good like i feel like they're just like oh you look good you look great you look this and you're like in the inside you're like no i don't i know i, do I, even, even, I can't even fit my clothes girl
1: even pregnant devout still chasing me down i'm like bro do you see there's this? already a baby in there what and, are we trying to do
2: right and it's and it is true because they're i feel like they just don't have an off switch it's just like <laughs> they no don't. off switch there's no off like, switch they just see ass and they're just like let me just touch it, touch it. i just gotta touch his <laughs> ass and then you're just like, and titties and you're like
1: all that stuff and it's like, like what's going on that's, that's literally what we deal with all yeah. day
2: all way all day but Loki like, key, it, key it's it's cute fun. it's cute it's real cute especially because like if you're least, in the kitchen and then you just get a little that's cute but right and it makes you feel right. like
1: okay i still got it even at eight months pregnant or even at four months postpartum when you still don't feel like yourself. But it's just also as women, I get it. Like internally, we're just like, man, I'm not at my best right now. Creating
2: time, creating time. That's creating time and scheduling it, planning it and sticking to it. That's the thing. Like if anything pops up, we're like, no, remember we had non-negotiable. We're going to do this and not talking about work when we are on. We're like nothing about work. I don't want to hear it. Mm -hmm. I don't want to see it. I don't want to. I don't. I want to clock out like we're clocked out. So I just was. realized
1: that about us, too. We have that also similar. That's which makes sense that why you were such a perfect guest for today, not just for Girl Talk, but because we have a lot of similarities in that working together with your spouse can be a whole nother can of worms. It can. A whole nother can of worms. you would be because ready to
2: strangle them. Sometimes. It's like, who
1: am I talking to? Am I talking to Deval the husband? Deval the father? Deval my business partner? Um, Deval <laughs> my mentor because he's trying to help me like do something. <laughs> and then I have to almost check myself sometimes with like how I'm talking to each person. Right. Because it could end up in an argument argument or a fight or it's like he's the kind of person that doesn't clock out like ever mm-hmm. he's always on he's always going and that's always. something we have to always work at when you talk about scheduling in mm-hmm. time that's something that i have to kind of be on him about and say you know what now is not work time right you know and for, for him it's just like well you know i can't turn off because i'm the provider i and he takes pride in being the provider in yeah. the family and, and like, i think that's which Keith is fine about similarity yes. as well
2: yes. to yes. the point that i'll just like if we're at dinner and he's like oh did you send these emails i'm like uh-uh no. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> not Cut talking it. about that. Not talking about Cut. it. And then he's like, but, but, and I'm like, but, 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 but do you see where we're at? Do you see, is there a computer in front of my face? I know I got my phone and I can do it, but we're not doing that right now. We're eating dinner. Mm-hmm. We're going to have this drink.
1: Girl, that'd be me. I'd be like, I'll just book the ticket to go on a trip for the weekend. he we be like, what? That's it. I'll just talk to our manager, look at the schedule. and like, oh, there's nothing going on in those days. Let's go. We're going to clock out where we're going to go. But that's what we need.
2: That's what we need. And to be I feel like to that's reconnect. the balance, too, because Keith has said that he was like, okay, I feel like you're the one who's kind of like, oh, okay, calm, mm-hmm. cool, collected until something like blows up. Like Keith is like, if it's not, if it's not perfect, it's just not mm-hmm. it's not happening it's not existent mm-hmm. and i'm like things are not going to be perfect all the time so right. let's just go find ahead a way to pivot yep pivot. i think
1: that's that football yeah. life too coming from yeah. that there's like a certain so level of discipline that they have yeah that they just kind of like they can't maneuver from that sometimes yeah. so in 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 walks us saving the day yeah. and just saying you know got our capes on. we need some time we we'll put our capes on and we make it happen for them mm-hmm. you know what i mean and our leotards so what do you have to be pe- what do you have to say to people who say you know what y'all got too many damn kids have you ever gotten that? Like someone just look at you and be like, Mind your Y'all business. Have so many kids. How about that? Mind your business
2: and your <laughs> ovaries while I stay over here in my mind.
1: That part. Exactly. And no, as long as we're not making any more at this point, because I think you're done. Is it fair to say?
2: I believe I am finished. Right.
1: Has I, Keith gone back in? The million hasn't. dollar question. Did he go back in to get his semen tested? That's what he we hasn't. want to know. Does he, he have any not. swimmers? He has
2: not. And he's been like, Oh, you've been working out. Come I'll like, back up. <laughs>
1: oh so the body's and getting back in order so he's like mm-hmm. yeah he's like hey you look
2: oh you look good let me
1: look. i'm like um. are you on any birth control no oh
2: but i'm not having any more Ooh. kids i'm not i'm not i'm Ooh. like this i'm like the heisman like Ooh. Uh, <laughs> when it comes to him like ah, black. <laughs> And then <laughs> since he's like at the point where you know, like our kids when they were younger, they all slept in their own room, their own they had their own schedule, whatever. We never allowed them in our bed with us. That was like our time. Mm-hmm. Make sure they go to bed at eight o'clock so we have Since you got after. mad kids, yeah. Yeah, you're going to bed at eight. And still now I'll tell them like they're teenagers. And I'm like, It's nine o'clock. Y'all gotta wind down or go in the basement. So um with right. that being said, it's like Keith kind of just whatever.
1: Yeah, I heard it. He right, kind of just whatever. So he ain't no kids. he ain't get checked out. We not and doing no be over, more. She's over here uh, riding dirty, y'all. So I'm not, I'm not having any more kids. <laughs> we, we talked about that. Even she's though she's riding dirty. I'm not I wanna riding. want to see you riding dirty. I want to see you riding dirty. I'm not riding. Okay, I'm all right. I'm not riding. I mean, you know, I'm not. Depends like, on what you're. I favorite. am, but you
2: know what? I am,
1: <laughs> but it's not going. <laughs> it's not well do you happen. feel like it well i mean i guess because the discussion now is like okay kadeen you've had three almost four children i feel like i've done my fair share i've done my share of birth control over the years now it's I your turn like bro it. now it's your turn because it's same, i don't I like don't it like either we talked about the iud last season and how that just jacked up everything for me in general with my mood my libido everything so mm-hmm. i'm like at this point i'm like it's on you bro like snippety snippety i mean and get
2: get checked if you do, DeVal, please go. I'm <laughs>
1: gonna we'll be on them to
2: the cup. Yes. Get them tested because there will we'll be one or together. two that
1: just they wanna they wanna be. Maybe here. we'll send him and Keith together. Keith can go for his checkup and then DeVal can go for his his procedure. And then it could be a thing where they're just like bonding over it. They can have lunch after and it could I be a whole think, day out. Like
2: they act like they are li- literally can't do nothing afterwards. So <laughs> <laughs> we have whole babies and be up walking doing. stuff doing stuff the stuff. next
1: day and they were like oh, oh my god so funny can't do it all right girl. so listen at a dead as podcast we do um <laughs> i forgot where we were for a second it uh, felt too. like girl chat it felt like me and, it was just <laughs> me and her here i forgot there's a microphone i forgot y'all were listening oh my god so we're gonna um come back because we have a segment called listener letters listener and letters. people write into us and they want all the advice um and though we don't claim to be experts i say if i can give y'all my little two cents and it helps then all the better. So I would be very interested to see what they have to say. And if you don't mind sticking around, we can do some listener letters together. I'm leaving. No, girl, you're staying. You're (laughs) definitely staying. So we're going to take a quick break, y'all, and we're going to move into listener letters after we get into some ads.
0: During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs, classic clogs, and sandals have both covered.
1: When I'm talking about style, I mean personal style. There are just so many colors and so many gibbet charms that you can add to the Crocs to make them unique. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood, to match your personality, to fit the occasion, and you can change them up day to day.
0: I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now, let's talk about comfort. You know... It doesn't get better than Crocs, clogs, and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here, they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushion.
1: That's right. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you.
0: But all year long.
1: That's right, y'all. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart.
0: That's right. Go to walmart.com blackandunlimited black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. You may be aware that most people who are black have O blood type. O is commonly needed for emergencies and life-saving measures. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? You, along with the American Red Cross, regardless of your blood type, can help by donating blood. Every day, our blood saves lives and eases the pain for those living with sickle cell. When you donate blood, there is a direct positive impact within our community. Right now, there is great need for blood donations in the African American community. Every donation counts and makes a difference in someone's life. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save life black excellence is in our blood visit redcrossblood.org slash our blood to make an appointment now
1: all right ladies let's be real who here actually enjoys shaving their legs Mm hmm. yeah i thought so and get this near yes near the og that i used for years has now leveled up and they have these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell amazing my personal favorite Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated near body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. All right. It's, we're back for uh, listener letters, which Deval always says is my favorite portion because i be nosy and I want to be in people's business. I can't be in y'all business if y'all don't write to me. OK, <laughs> so that's the way I see it. OK, so today me and Bianca are going to be all up in y'all business. So here's the first one. Oh, all right. So Let's here's eat. a little story. At first, um, I first want to thank you guys for making this podcast. It's been such a help. You're welcome. I'm a 26-year-old woman, and I've noticed that one point, at one point, you guys continually bring up finding your purpose and not relying on others to make you feel fulfilled. I've heard this from a number of people in my life as well. The question is how. Everyone seems to have some idea of what they want their future to look like or where they want their careers to go, and I'm just stuck. My friends and colleagues have these grandiose plans for their careers, and I feel like I'm just along for the ride. I've considered how I'd like to climb the corporate ladder and what I'd like people to say or think about me when I'm gone, but there is nothing that makes me happy. Wow. I don't feel the need to be the big boss or the change maker of my industry, and that feels like the only form of passion that's out there. Don't get me wrong; I do enjoy the work that I do, but it doesn't spark a passion in me. How do I find my passion? Hmm. Hmm. What advice do you have for this good sis? She's twenty-six. She's still young, Um, still trying to figure things out. Yeah. I mean, did you know your passion at twenty-six? Because I know I sure as hell didn't.
2: I mean, I knew what I was passionate about, which was many things. We see I'm a Gemini. I'd be like, okay. okay." (laughs) So I feel like, um, with that being said, she probably needs to go into self-discovery and see what she really enjoys and what Mm -hmm. she really likes or what she's really familiar with. For me, it was like real estate. I come from a family that did real estate, had their own real estate business, did a lot of rehabs, did a lot of subdivisions. So quite naturally, that was what I did and what I still do. Um, So I think that that would be a good basis to start is self-discovery, see what you like. And it doesn't I feel like a lot of people get caught up with thinking it might just be one thing. Mm. It it might not be just one thing. You might have many interests. And I don't have a problem with um having multiple businesses as long as you are able to handle that or working for someone. She says she doesn't she just wants to be in corporate America and works for someone. That's good. That's good too. I mean, she's twenty six. You're young. Why do people have to put so much pressure to think that you have to have it all figured out at 26 you're not going to have it figured out you're not Mm going to have it figured all out at 30. Some people do and some people don't but me I personally like even at 35 I was kind of like um 35 what do I want to do now?
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm 35. Ah. Like I was writing all
2: out. Things exactly. that I had to. Well, you think
1: about that, the age too. You're just like, oh my God, the I'm age 35. is a number. Yes. This is where I am. I and was supposed to be here I should be here. 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 Right. Or
2: doing this, 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 that. And um, more so focus on the things that you have already, that you've already been able to accomplish and mm-hmm. focus more on that versus what you don't have or what you wanna be like and who says what. Cause let's be real, people are gonna say what they wanna say. They talked about Regardless. Jesus Christ himself. how so just said that? They talked about, talk about Jesus.
1: About okay. <laughs> he literally just said that in our last episode. He was just like, Jesus had haters. Yeah. Jesus had people <laughs> scrutinizing right. him. So it's yeah. just you. It's do, really those. Yeah. And I think also you. not comparing your successes to the others around exactly. you. Exactly. Because they may have had things figured out by now. That doesn't mean that you have to per se. And they um, might not have it figured out. You just don't know that's a fact boom it could be smokes and mirrors sis it could be a facade be. you never know we don't know um, but yeah I, I mean at 26 I want to say that even now at 30 something years old I'm still kind of reevaluating what it is I want to do because, because at different phases in your life evolving, you're evolving and you're right? changing so. and, and it may not be any one thing like you said that you're passionate about so I say give yourself a little grace sis you still have some time to figure things out exactly. and then be, I'm not sure how much you're out there trying different things but you may want to try different things to see okay if if your excitement is not going to be um, in your career, and that's not going to be your passion, because I don't think passion is synonymous with career per se. Correct. It may be your life's work. It may be you volunteering, you taking up some kind of charity work, you yeah, working with children. Yeah, she
2: didn't want to be a world changer either. Oh,
1: you don't want to be? A, oh, she did Dang. say she doesn't want to be a world changer. So you just want to? So exist. we don't know what you
2: want to do, girl. Girl, she, girl <laughs> we, don't we don't know. We don't know what to tell you. You don't know. <laughs> we don't know. We can't tell you what
1: we to do. We can't tell you what to do. we can just give you some advice. So she don't want to change the world. So she, if you just want to be out there, kind of just existing sis maybe it'll find you (laughs) at some point how about that Maybe your passion will find you one of these days. You maybe. never know. You don't know. Or it could be your passion that you don't know is maybe eventually when you get married, having children. Some people are passionate about motherhood or yeah, parenthood. Yeah, I was passionate about motherhood. I'm still passionate about motherhood. I love motherhood. I think that's like my it's favorite the number one job. Yeah. That's the best hood to be in, it's right? the best hood. The best hood. So good luck to you, sis, as you figure that out. But don't put yourself on any time restraints either because we always tend to have this mental checklist in our head of like ages that we're supposed mm-hmm. to be correlating to having things particularly done or yes. started. And I feel like sometimes you got to chuck that list and just ride the wave. Mm -hmm. And you'll figure it out. Stress yourself out. Give yourself anxiety.
2: All types of stuff. There we go. So we don't need
1: that. We don't need that. All right. Number two. I just had my 50th birthday in May. Gemini. Whoop, whoop. Oh, Gemini. Gemini, Girl, I like you already. (laughs) See? And (laughs) I have a thing for Geminis. Bianca and another one of my best friends, Christina, Geminis, too. So, um, I am recently divorced after 16 years. He cheated the entire time. What? Ooh. I have four kids, 31, 20, 12, and 7. No idea what I was thinking. (laughs) I she was thinking (laughs) the uh, the age gaps. (laughs) All right. I mean, it happened, though. Um, Anyway, I feel like I'm ready to get back out and date. But my problem is I don't like men my age. I'm only attracted to men between 30 to 40-ish. You a cool girl. Mm. (laughs) I do not look my age, so I'm often approached by younger men as well. This concerns me because my ex-husband was 11 years younger than me, Um. and I wonder if this could be why we didn't make it. Mm. I've tried older men, and nothing about them interests me. They could be fine as hell and still nothing. What's wrong with me? I don't know. It's always right. it's, it's always been this way, and I don't know why, but I know I like it. Should I continue to try and date older men or just be true to myself and stick with the young bucks? Girl. Girl. Mm,
2: what do you got to say well, about that Well, she said, one?
1: I mean, she said she just celebrated her 50th birthday, and she doesn't look 50.
2: What you look like? Hey. Because,
1: um, I mean, you know, I'm not going to toot my own horn, but I want to say as I'm approaching 40... I know. I'm I feel like, you know, right there with you. what exactly does that look like anymore? We think about like what four year olds look like in our parents' generation versus yeah. now. They were looking. And I'm still trying to, I think I could still, I could still pull me a little like. Tenderoni. <laughs> yeah, a little early 30s, late 20s yeah, guy if I needed mm-hmm, to. You yeah. know what I mean? So I think that I think that maybe you should start to look for connections with people personality wise, too. Like you see, they they look good. It's like, OK, do we have anything in common or are we just looking at age? Right,
2: Because what it sounds like that you are just looking at age because you said they could be fine and you're still like, eh, I don't know about them. So what is it? Is it the age that's intriguing you? It must be.
1: Right. That it seems like, like you have a thing because then it, does it feel weird to you that you have a 31 year old child, but you're dating? A 31-year-old 31 31 old or a possible 30-something-year-old? Yeah, year so old? then
2: your 31-year-old got to be like, is my mom going to date all my friends when <laughs> I bring them over here?
1: Then is he going to get nervous? Or she get nervous? Like, wait a second. I can't Maybe I mom- shouldn't take y'all over to my mama. She might get you. She might just get you for sure. Hmm. So, yeah, I mean, at this point, I feel like having been married for 16 years, you're now 50. That's a, oh, I feel like, and he was cheating the entire time. I feel like, just do you.
2: Yeah, what do is that? You, do like, why are you in such a rush to get into? I'm not saying you're rushing because you didn't say that you. You said you wanted to get back dating, so mm-hmm. yeah, dating why, is cool. Dating is cool. I feel like go ahead and just date and dabble. You know, mm-hmm. just you know, test the appetizers out
1: there let's see the young bucks and, and she's trying to see she's asking should she continue to stick with dating guys older i mean if you're not attracted to older men then like this that just answers your maybe, question right there yeah
2: because maybe you just don't worry about their age at first just don't even ask them we'll make sure they're legal honey. and
1: i would think too at 50 something if you're dating somebody like 30 to 40 you also have to make sure like does this person want children is right. there like like what is the intention yes, yes you should be deliberate with what you're putting out there what's the intention for what you is it? guys is that that you're just dating mm-hmm. to have a good time and have you know, a companion or are you dating with a purpose for something else? We because you also don't want to be that older woman that eventually this thirty something year old is like, I want kids and you're, and like, you're like, I ain't have no I'm pushing sixty. My eggs are like depleted. Or fried. Yeah. They don't.
2: So, they shriveled.
1: So <laughs> I'm not so gonna yeah, say that. I mean, no, be, be purposeful with how you're approaching it. But I say stick to what you what you like. If you like a guy that airs on the younger side, then
2: go for Go it. for
1: it. Why not? Yeah. Especially if you can peg them, girl. <laughs> good I for you. That, good that, for you. That is good for you. Good for you. Um,
2: I would say, yeah, stick with the young ones if you if you like that sort of thing. But then don't put too much emphasis on age. Like if you start to connect, look for the connection. Right. Look for the connection. You might learn that you start to liking something a little bit older, a little bit more seasoned, a little bit mm-hmm. you know. Because that is true with the kids situation. What are you going to do if they want to have kids and you're beyond kid point or you don't want anymore
1: that's a fact there you go hope that helps y'all today and if you want to be featured as one of our listener letters be sure to email us at deadassadvice at gmail.com all right bianca so at the end of every episode before we leave we have something called the moment of truth Where it just pretty much like sums up the entire episode. Like what's a little takeaway that people can take from this episode um, based off of everything we said? Because we spoke about all the things. We spoke about having multiple children, juggling that, husbands, style stepping and parenting accordingly. Mm -hmm. So what's a little tidbit that you can leave the listeners today?
2: Little tidbit, guys. I don't know. Um, Basically, just to, you know, try to do you try to do you that's it because when you're a mother you put a lot of emphasis and time into your children when you're married your husband if you're with someone your partner Uh, so I would say for moms out there to take that extra time and if it's an hour you can do it you can do anything for an hour so I would just say take that extra time that you need meditate Work out, do something that you enjoy. Go to Home Goods, go to Target.
1: That's it. I like that. I like that. That's, that's what I be doing. Sometimes Bianca and I will call together. We just like, hey, let's go to Sam's let's Club. Let's go to together. Sam's Club. That's my moment of truth. If you ever need a moment, get you a friend and go to the store. Get you a friend. Yes, get you a friend. Get you a Bianca in your life who you can sit with. You can chat. You can have girl talk. No judgment. Anytime we just down for each other. Make a
2: charcuterie board. Make a
1: charcuterie board. Wine. When I could drink wine, I can't wait. Actually, a mocktail. A a cocktail, (laughs) yeah. I can't wait to just uh, be back where I could just really enjoy and and partake in the spirits. One
2: more month, that's it. One
1: more month. Yeah, he's over here over here, trying to kick his way out in the meantime. So
2: that's my takeaway. Make some time for yourself. And mine
1: is get you a friend. Get you a friend, especially if you have mad kids that you can just say, which you know what, you got mad kids, I got mad kids, let's get all these kids together and we can just sit and make an evening out of it. They'll entertain each other. Yeah, take the kids. You and take the can upstairs, the kids.
2: Take the downstairs That's or outside. It. Kick them out. Kick <laughs> the kids it. out. That's the takeaway.
1: That's it. <laughs> and while you're doing that, be sure to follow us on social media at Deadass the Podcast. I'm Kadeen. I am. And of course, you can follow Hubby, who's not here today. He's probably with Keith somewhere doing <laughs> something. Hopefully, they're arranging that vasectomy appointment. Maybe? Maybe. Maybe. I am DeVal. Hopefully. Follow him and see what we he says. Know. And if you're listening to Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe Deadass. Deadass.
0: Deadass is a production of iHeart Media Podcast Network and is produced by Denora Pena and Tribble. Follow the podcast on social media at Deadass the Podcast and never miss a thing.
1: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth.